of Never Found, Never Forgotten. I'm your host, Melanie, and this week's story is absolutely chilling. A young woman is attacked and kidnapped after arriving home, and she is never seen again. 28-year-old Lily Dunn was a young wife and mother. She was just five foot one, about 100 pounds, with blonde hair and blue eyes. Lily worked as a part-time model and for the Detroit News. Lily left home at 6.30 p.m. to attend her bowling league at Schaefer Lanes, and then she went to a lounge in Dearborn, Michigan, to celebrate a friend's birthday. She arrived home to Southgate, Michigan, between 2.30 and 3 a.m. on July 31, 1980. She pulled into her garage, and one report said that she took the trash out, and then she was attacked. Her screams actually woke two of her neighbors up, and the neighbors witnessed the incident. But they did not intervene because they assumed that it was just an argument. But when they realize it's not just an argument, it's too late. They see a man about six foot tall, 200 pounds, drag Lily, who's kicking and screaming, into a late model car that is described as being a Pontiac Grand Prix or Oldsmobile Cutlass. And her husband is also woken by her screams, but by the time he makes it outside, both Lily and her attacker are gone. The car has driven off, and Lily has been abducted. Police find Lily's purse, her hairbrush, and her shoes in the street, and they they believe her attacker could have followed her home from the lounge. Lily's kidnapping is soon connected with serial killer Carl Eugene Watts. Carl, or Coral Watts, was also called the Sunday Morning Slasher, and he was known to murder women matching Dunn's description between 1974 and 1982. He was convicted of 12 murders in Texas and an additional two murders in Michigan. However, investigators believe he could be linked up to 90 murders and other attacks on women. Coral Watts is unique in that he was an African-American, which doesn't fit the typical profile for serial killers. Most serial killers are white males. His victims were mostly Caucasian women between the ages of 14 and 40. And while Lily's abduction has never officially been linked to Coral Watts, she does fit the profile. What's more, Watts was linked to the attack of a woman in Windsor, Ontario on the same night Lily went missing. On July 31st, 1980, 22-year-old Irene Kondratowicz was walking home at 3.40 a.m., and she was grabbed from behind and her throat was slashed. She amazingly survived this attack, though she couldn't identify her attacker because he attacked her from behind. The drive from Southgate, Michigan to Windsor, Ontario is only about 20 minutes, so the timeline easily matches that he would have kidnapped Lily, driven to Windsor, and attacked Irene. U.S. Customs shows that Watts' car crossed back into Detroit at 4.16 a.m. 
It's important to note that Lily's abduction has never officially been linked to Coral Watts. Watts died of prostate cancer while serving a life sentence. I'm including an article in the show notes about Coral Watts where you can read more about his crimes if you're interested in learning more. Mike Dunn, Lily's husband, said in a 1992 article that while he kept hope, it was likely that Lily was no longer alive. Their daughter Lila was just seven at the time of her mother's disappearance. Anyone with information on the disappearance of Lily Dunn can contact the Southgate Police Department at 734-258-3056. That number again is 734-258-3056. And that's my episode for this week. It's a very short one. You can follow us on Facebook, Never Found, Never Forgotten Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at PodNever. Bye.